you've made the decision to do a podcast. Maybe you are already in the depth of podcast production, but you still need to tweak some of that production workflow. So today I'm sharing my workflow for the Focus and Bloom podcast. This episode is brought to you by my free video podcast launch guide, your guide to creating a podcast in audio and video format. Visit focusemblemstudios.com slash resources or today's show notes to download your free guide today. Remember, that's the video podcast launch guide, your guide to creating a podcast in audio and video format. What's up, everybody? I'm Desenia Bocaneira, and here in Focus and Bloom, I share a variety of tips and tactics to help you elevate your content creation. And I do this in a variety of ways. Sometimes we talk about photography, and other times we talk about video. And here we also have the Focus and Bloom podcast, which is a video podcast. So if you are into that type of content, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you don't miss out on any of the upcoming videos. And if you speak Spanish, si habla español, don't forget that I also have content in Spanish. También tenemos contenido en español. All right, so now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode, which is all about podcast workflow. Today, I'm going to walk you through the workflow I use for the production of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you're new to podcasting or considerably new to podcasting and you've already started, take it as a grain of salt because my workflow may not be the perfect workflow for you, but maybe you might find some things that I do in my own workflow that you might want to integrate in your own. So this is just how I do my podcast and how I've been doing for the past two years. Now, one of the things that I want to point out is that my podcast is a combination of solo episodes and interview format episodes. The podcast has been available since 2020 and season one started as an audio only podcast with a handful of guests and season two picked up with it being a video podcast. And that's pretty much how I've continued it and also made it into the Spanish version, the Focus and Bloom podcast in Espanol. Now here's what I do when it comes to planning my podcast season. First of all, I determine when usually I, I'm going to start and the Focus and Bloom podcast, the original version, the English podcast starts usually in the springtime in around March and goes through mid to late fall. As far as the theme goes, it's a bi-weekly podcast and it's in video and audio format. So in order to get ready for the podcast season, I want to plan out how many episodes I want to have and also within that determine if there are any specific launch date or important dates that I need to be mindful of so that I can then plan content around that, that will then help me promote that other product. So at the moment of recording this episode, I am currently planning the launch of the Focus on the Podcast in Espanol, the Spanish version of my podcast, which is airing mid-June and is going to be going through the end of or mid-September as a pilot season overall. And I'm also launching a Spanish product, a digital product that will be launched towards the end of the Focus and Moon podcast in Espanol season one. So I am planning the content around that around the last month to be related to the topics that are related to the product that I'm about to launch. So this way I am really making the content work for my business and not having to create new content to not just for the podcast and to promote the product itself, but really content that complements each other and then really reinforces that know, like, and trust 
as me as an authority or thought leader in that particular topic. So that's the first thing you want to plan out the themes for the season or the topics in those particular or those key dates that you're going to have or that are going to happen throughout the duration of the podcast season. Once you have that, then you want to determine who do you want as a guest and how many guests would you like. Now, this really varies in in my case, I really love doing podcasts. I love doing solo episodes, but I also love doing guest episodes for a variety of reasons. In a way, it's a little bit easier in the production because I don't have to script out that much. However, there is still some work involved when it comes to having a guest. There's work that involves searching for guests that address certain topics. But also once you've found that guest, you want to do a little bit of research that will help you get a glimpse of how that guest could really complement your podcast and what questions you want to ask that specific guest. Speaking of questions, that is one of the steps that I take when it comes to putting together my podcast production workflow. So we first talked about planning the themes for the season and then, then finding the guests. Now, every time I find a guest that is interested in participating in my podcast and I find them through different Facebook groups and also doing some research on Instagram using keywords, I reach out to them and if they agree, then I send them a guest form. And this is something that I have on my website where pretty much I have a series of questions where they can put in what topics they want to talk about, what their availability is. They can submit their photos and they can submit some additional information for people to connect through their social media, things like that. These are things that I will eventually include in the final show notes, as well as any other marketing material that I'm going to use to promote the actual episode. So that is one of the first steps that I take in that same page that I have a, a guest form for them to fill out. I also include a link for the calendar for them to pick out a date that I've already predetermined within my calendar for them to record the podcast episode. Usually my episodes take about 30 minutes when it comes to having guests. However, sometimes it might be maybe a couple of minutes more, but I always try to keep them within the 30 minute mark. However, I always ask them to set aside one hour because I like to connect with them a little bit before the recording, just to kind of walk them through a little bit of the technical stuff of the production itself. And then we do the interview and at the end, we sort of wrap things up and just do a couple like final thoughts that are not recorded, but just like between the two of us. So I always like to allot that time in my production day. Once they complete the questionnaire and as I'm getting ready for the podcast recording, I go through their website, their social media and everything. And then I prepare a list of five to six questions that I then send them via email as a way to help them prepare for the podcast. Also, so they know what to expect from the conversation. And in that email, I also include some technical details of where we're meeting online. So I'll send them the link to Riverside. Riverside is the platform that I use for recording remote podcasts. And if you are interested in doing any remote podcasting, I highly encourage you to check out the description so that you can click on the link to riverside.fm and try them out. They are really great. Been using it for two years. They are not paying me to say this, but I highly recommend it. It's a really great product and I also recommended to my clients. So I uh, just wanted you to know that once I have all of that pre-production work done, the next comes the actual production day. And in my case, since I have a video podcast, I want to make sure that everything, the studio here is 
in perfect condition. I set my lighting, my microphone and everything else so that when it comes to pressing record, everything is all set and done and I'm ready to be fully engaged in that conversation. When I was doing audio recording only, I would do the same thing. I would make sure that my dogs were quiet and like they were chill and that everything was comfortable. And just as I'm recording that, my dog is barking. Totally messed up my flow here, but really include this in the audio. Yeah, it happens. Just know that if you have dogs, it happens. They bark. <laughs> and then after my dogs usually finish barking, then I can complete the episode and continue with my production day. Once your production is done, the next step is to edit your video, your podcast. And that could be either you editing the video or you hiring somebody to edit your videos or your podcast actually. So this is one of the things that I quickly outsource because I do not enjoy editing whatsoever. Photography or video or audio is just so time consuming. So hats off to all of the editors, hats off to my editor who is editing this. Thank you. <laughs> it really is one of the things that you want to consider when it comes to producing a podcast or even video. If you're thinking of doing a YouTube channel, production or post-production is really important and it's equally important as the production, the pre-production of the show or the video, it's whichever one you want to create. However, it is time consuming. So you want to make sure that you are taking that into consideration for both your time and financial investment in the production of your podcast. Once that episode is already sent to the editors, I work on creating the graphics for my podcast. And this is a combination of Instagram stories, graphics, Pinterest graphics, video covers for YouTube, just a series of images that I use to promote the podcast, to put it on the website, to share it with my guests when the podcast is aired and just overall marketing material for emails, for social media, etc. Overall, just anything that involves marketing the show. In addition, as part of my marketing and the next step is to prepare an email twice a month where I promote the podcast episodes or the latest podcast episodes, or maybe the upcoming episode, depending on what's down the pipeline of that production for that particular season. Email marketing is very important because you can really connect with your audience by being more personable and getting in their e inbox. So it's important that as part of your marketing strategy, to promote your podcast, you want to make sure that you're growing your email list at the same time. I do this by creating a series of downloadable freebies where people can get access to some additional information in exchange for their email. And this way you are growing your email list. Remember if Facebook or Instagram or YouTube for that matter crashes, you still have your email list. And that's important to know and to have. In all of this plan, I've talked about graphics and email and really all of that is repurposing content. So I really make sure that I maximize the overall production of that episode in different ways by repurposing the content. I repurpose it into a blog post. I repurpose it into a series of Instagram Reels videos. I also put it in audio and, and video format. And in addition, I sometimes do carousels or just individual posts that are all related and connected to that particular episode and the content that is being talked about in that particular episode. As far as reels go, something that I like to do is I mix it up. I grab a couple of snippets or highlights from the actual episode, but then sometimes to make it a little fun, I go and create a different reel that is not containing any of the content from the episode itself, but the overall idea of that particular reel or Instagram reels is 
based on any content or information that is present or relevant that is talked about in that particular episode. So this way I'm adding a little bit of that humor, but I'm still connecting it to the overall episode. And then what I'll do is I will add a call to action to put people to click the link in bio to tune into the latest episode. Obviously I didn't mention this, but you launched the episode. Ta-da! You've done all that, you've prepared all of that, you wanna make sure that you're launching the episode. So do that. <laughs> and now that you have done all the marketing and you've launched the episode, the next thing that you need to add to the production list or workflow is to check your analytics, both from the podcast audio platform and the video platform on YouTube, if you have a video podcast. And this really is going to be very instrumental in helping you know how your podcast is performing. By looking at analytics, you're gonna get a lot of information back that will help you in that overall production. You can know how the podcast is overall performing, but also determine what type of topics are resonating best so with your audience, where are your audience mostly downloading from, what type of devices they're downloading from, and much more information. So just make your checking of your analytics and your revision and reviewing part of the overall workflow because all of that is going to help you improve the overall quality of the production and it's going to help you better connect with your audience and better serve them with your message and with the content that you're sharing. Finally, always, always keep present that you should have fun through all, all of this process. Yes, there's a lot of steps involved, but it's fun to be able to share your voice and be able to connect with people even if we are even if we're not in the same place or space so keep that in mind that no matter what you're doing have fun i hope you enjoyed today's video and if you did go ahead and click subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming videos or podcast here on Focus and Bloom. And in the meantime, go ahead and click on these other videos here so that you can continue watching and learning and all that fun stuff. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusemblemstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.